Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. Ahead on NBA Today, we've got the latest on Giannis's injury status. Is a speedy recovery needed to ensure home court for the Bucks in the playoffs? Hmm. Plus, going into the season, the Clippers were Zach's preseason pick to come out of the West. Now that they've added Russ, Professor Zach's thoughts, and those are going to be good, and get ready for this. Malika sat down with the Ant-Man, who did not hold back on any subject. The young man has a high bar for himself. We start right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Chineo Gumake, and for my sis, Malika Andrews, I'm joined by Jalen Rose, Tristan Thompson, and Zach Lowe. But first, before we get started, are you pulling like a Richard already with Unbuttoned and I see the tats out? You know what I'm saying? It's only right. Richard did an amazing job yesterday. It's only right that I just, you know, in honor of Richard, Hi, Richard. Okay. Hi, Hi Richard. Robbie, you bro. you need like two or three un- more unbuttoned to like really get to Richard, but keep it that oh, way. Yeah, no one, family friendly. No one likes yes. that. Family yes. show right yes. here. Family but let's, let's start today, y'all, with the biggest news since our last show. Here we go. Bucks fans, listen closely. Giannis Antetokounmpo was examined in New York on Monday and was diagnosed with a sprained ligament in his right wrist and will undergo treatment with the expectation that he'll be able to return to the lineup once the pain subsides. That's according to our own Woj. The Bucks may be without their big man for a hot Set. Milwaukee is currently a half game behind the Celtics for the one spot in the East and have a two and a half game cushion on the third seeded 76ers. So, Mr. Rose, mm-hmm. how important is it for Milwaukee to really make that push to get that one seed? You ready for this? Not important at all. They already been there, done that, won the championship with their core group. It's important for them to be healthy. If Giannis along with Middleton and Drew Holiday, are healthy. They're adding Jay Crowder. I still think they have a legit chance to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Don't worry about seeding. Try to get everybody healthy. I agree. Health is the most important thing. We're the same way. When we're in 2018 with the Cavs, we were the fourth seed. People are wondering, hey, can this Cavs team get it back? No Kyrie. Listen, at the end of the day, just get in the final, get in the playoffs, have home court advantage, and we'll take care of the rest. Uh- so, no, like I was going to say, with, yeah. with this team, they got the depth. Like you said, adding Jay Crowder, Bobby Porras once he comes back. Like, they, they know how to keep this shit running. Mind you, don't forget, Jalen, remember, they beat Atlanta when Giannis had the high uh, knee, hyper yep. mm-hmm. knee extension. They were able to win that series, and they were down 3-2. And here's another thing they can't do, and I don't think they will do. Giannis is the kind of player that will come back early if you allow him to. Mm-hmm. But you guys know with a mm. wrist injury, it's more than just dribble passing and shooting. It's being able to fall mm-hmm. and break your fall. So it's important for him to wait till he's 100% before he returns. You're right. The best ability is availability. Uh, Zach, should the Bucks prioritize patience or the number one seed? Uh, of course, health is the most important thing. And yes, their track record is what it is. So they should prioritize patience. But everyone's got pretty short memories. Just a year ago, on the last day of the season, the Bucks decided 
They didn't care about seeding and they punted their last game. And the result of that was game seven in the second round against Boston, the biggest series of the Eastern Conference playoffs was in Boston and the Bucks got destroyed and they regretted not fighting to have that potential game seven at home. So I do think home court, if that series were ever to happen, could end up being meaningful. It's not as meaningful as health. We don't know that, but I wouldn't just kind of shoo it away going forward. And, and Giannis, as far as how long he's going to be out, I don't think they exactly know, but I've heard optimism that it's going to be short. One source told me the best way to describe it is day to day. So we'll see how long it is. But I do think that one seed could potentially matter if those teams meet again. So a little optimism when it comes to the Bucks, but sticking in the East, the Chicago Bulls recently announced that Lonzo Ball will miss the remainder of the season as he continues to experience discomfort during basketball activities. Lonzo has not played since January 2022 and has undergone two surgeries on his left knee since, but still, despite some improvements in recent months, he has still not been able to run, cut, or jump without pain. So Zach, Chicago has lost six straight and are currently out of the playoff mix at the 11 seed but how do you assess the overall state of the Chicago Bulls well first I just want to say I love watching Lonzo Ball play he's so unselfish he plays so fast he thinks two and three steps ahead of almost everyone on the court and above and beyond everything else that we're about to say about the Bulls it's just a bummer that this is the course his career has taken and we're all hoping that we see him at full throttle again that goes without saying as for the Bulls, they're seven games under 500. They're neck and neck with the Magic almost right below them, with Indiana right below them. And yeah, Lonzo Ball, he does everything that this group needs to click it into place, the unselfishness, the high-volume three-point shooting, the defense. But you just can't tell me that Lonzo Ball is the difference between a 26-33 and 33 team and, like, a 50-win team, which, by the way, is the kind of team you should be aspiring to be when you trade a whole bunch of draft capital, including the pick that became Franz Wagner, to build this big three of Nikola Vucevic, DeMar DeRozan, and Zach Levine, which, by the way, also, they're minus four together for the season. This would be the second straight year if the Bulls get outscored with those three on the floor, that that's happened, that those three have had a negative scoring margin. And you just, if those three guys are all-star caliber players and that's what you're building a team around, I don't care if the supporting cast is injured or not perfect. You can't be losing those minutes two years in a row or else something is wrong with your team. That is true, Zach. You did mention that this is a bummer, but I do think that Lonzo Ball is truly the engine, the one that really generated a lot of their success. But Tristan, you were last season with the Chicago Bulls. What do you make of their season so far? <sighs> tough, <laughs> tough. Um, what I learned early in the NBA, and Jalen knows this, and you know this, Sinead, when you're building a basketball team, it's a puzzle piece. The puzzles pieces got to fit and they got to flow. With this, with this Bulls team, of course, not having Lonzo Ball is, is a big blow for them. And I talked to Rich Paul. We both have the same agent. And, and his injury is a unique injury. His injury is unique. We've, they've seen all the doctors across the country. Everyone's touched his knee, examined it. This is a unique injury that they've never seen before. And right now, it's to a point where, like you said, the Bulls, they're out of the playoff picture right now. And it's not worth him coming back with 24 games left. It's more about let's look to next season for him and just having a, a healthy life. 
you know, we want to just have Lonzo Ball be healthy, be able to just play the game. But for this Bulls team, they got to figure out if, if, if this is Zach Levine's team, Zach Levine, you got to give him a five-man that, that he enjoys playing with, a guy that can compliment him. You know, DeMar is, is, is playing at a high level, and he's always reliable. But not having a point guard, you need a point guard, especially with a playoff team. Well, they did actually get a little bit of reinforcements because Jalen, the Bulls brought in Patrick Beverly. What do you make of that acquisition? That's just not going to be enough, and I'm glad to see him still getting an opportunity. And I saw him say that the, the East is weak. He's going to learn real quick that that ain't true. <laughs> That's first and foremost. The next thing I want to say is the Bulls are exactly where you don't want to be. They have high-priced players that Zach just mentioned that you can't necessarily all win with. And as Tristan mentioned, the parts don't necessarily fit. DeMar DeRozan, a perennial all-star, a bucket. Uh, Levine is also that. But Vucevic, as a big, while he can score the ball, a lot of times I think he clogs up the paint. And he's not much of a, a shot blocker or a defender. So I anticipate the Bulls are going to blow this thing up. Mm. And I think after this season, don't be surprised if they try to trade a Levine and try to figure out if they want to keep a Vucevic. Because when you give up a player like Franz Wagner and you give up all of those assets to the Magic and y'all in the same position, that ain't where you want to be. Yeah, to a team that actually blew everything up, that blew up the entire NBA based on notifications. Uh, one more update from the East, y'all. Brooklyn Nets coach Jacques Vaughn has agreed to a multi-year contract extension, the team announced this morning. Vaughn, whose existing deal was set to expire after the season, is now expected to be under contract through the 26-27 season, sources told our own ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. So let's break this down some more the Brooklyn way. The Nets, they made the change from Steve Nash to Jacques Vaughn early in the season, and that move has really paid off. Vaughn has brought a defensive mindset, and the Nets have the fifth best defense since he took over. Brooklyn has also improved in sharing the ball, averaging almost 26 assists per game since the swap. So Tristan, does this feel like the right time for the Nets to make a move? About darn time. <laughs> About time. And I love Steve, and, and I respect Steve, but Jacques Vaughn should have had this job after the bubble. When they got rid of Kenny Atkinson, he went to the bubble, had those guys playing hard, competing at a high level. Listen, Jacques Vaughn is a brand right now where he is taking players that have less than talent and having them play hard. And as Sean Marks and Josai, you want play a coach that's going to have players play at a high level, play hard. You go get the talent. That's what the GM do. Go get the talent. Go pay the guys. <laughs> but guys are playing hard and competing, and that's what you want. And sometimes, y'all, less is more, and stability Preach. is valuable. But also, y'all, some news from the WNBA free agent Brittany Griner, who was recently detained in Russia for 10 months before her release in a high-profile prisoner swap, has officially been re-signed by the Phoenix Mercury, the team announced Tuesday. Quote, it's a great day for all of us to announce that Brittany Griner has officially signed to play for the Mercury in 2023, General Manager Jim Pittman said in a statement. We missed BG every day that she was gone, and while basketball was not our primary concern, her presence on the floor, in our locker room, and around the organization was greatly missed. Welcome back, BG. Love this for the W. And still to come on NBA Today, who has the best offense in the NBA as we head into the second half of the season? Zach Lowe's must-hear answer very shortly. Plus, Anthony Edwards sat down with our own Malika Andrews over the weekend. Hear what he had to say about the Timberwolves' expectations and his lofty five-year plan, mastermind. And our crew on whether the addition of Russell Westbrook will help or hurt the Clippers' chances. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. NBA Today is presented by Levi's, celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. Gotta love the L.A. skyline. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. It's not Friday yet, but that's not going to stop us from looking at Zach Lowe's 10 things column from last week. So, Zach, everyone knows how much I love when people talk nerdy to me about basketball. And frankly, nobody, nobody does it better than you. So let's get it. Cue Alicia Keys. Let's talk about New York. I need to stop singing on you know, Malika's behalf. Uh, what do you like about Jalen Brunson and the Knicks? How about everything? Jalen Brunson, remember when people were wondering if the Knicks overpaid for Jalen Brunson? I think we all know that he's playing really well and he probably got snubbed from the All-Star game, but I don't think people understand what exactly is going on. So let this sink in. In his past 21 games, Jalen Brunson is averaging 30 points per game. 30, 3-0, neck and neck with Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant. That's ridiculous. And he's an absolute perfect fit for how Tom Thibodeau wants to play, which is pretty simple, pound the paint offense. He's an incredibly good one-on-one player. He's got every fake, every bit of footwork you could want. And the best thing about him is even when he's scoring 30, he's just so unselfish. He knows when everyone needs a touch, when it's time to feed Julius Randle, when it's time to feed RJ Barrett, when someone hasn't gotten a touch in a while, he's got that point guard mentality. He has been beyond sensational for the Knicks who are sneaking up on the five seed. Co-sign, retweet, and we have the expert here, Jalen, your namesake, Jalen Brunson, has the Knicks up to the sixth spot in the East, meaning they will likely be starting their playoff run on the road against maybe Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, or Cleveland. So before I get your answer, we're going to put 24 seconds on the clock. And then you have to make sure you don't hit the buzzer. Can the Knicks get out of the first round? Not against those teams. Not going to be able to do it. Hey, there we go. Absolutely. And, and that's not to take anything away from what Zach said about Jalen Brunson. It's a team game. And also the thing that he does, he freed up Julius Randle, who had a poor season last year. Now Julius Randle came back to all-star form. But how about the Brunson fallout? They beat Phoenix last year, right? He then goes to New York. Now look what happened with the Mavs and the Suns. Now Kyrie's with Luka and KD's in Phoenix. It's okay. We have the buzzer. A little overtime there for my big bro. A little overtime. He's OG. (laughs) He's the OG. He gets it. All right, back to Zach and a former New Yorker, uh, Kyrie Irving. He and Luka have played only two games as teammates, and they've gone 0-2. What gives you confidence, Zach, in this pairing moving forward? Well, like Jalen said, the only reason Kyrie Irving is in Dallas is because the Mavericks screwed up the Jalen Brunson situation. But here we are. Yeah, 0-2. 
Yes, I get it. They've only run three pick and rolls together in those two games, and I think that's a play they got to lean into. But offensively, even in those two games, even as they're just learning against, they're learning how to play with each other, you can see how powerful this duo is going to be, how they can share the ball, how they can cooperate, how just having Kyrie Irving there lurking in the corner, waiting to pounce on the ball, helps Luka, helps freak the defense out. Offensively, this team is going to be off the charts good when they're on the floor together. Kyrie's going to prop up the offense when Luka rests. That's been a dead zone for them. All the questions are defense and depth. But those two, even as they're just learning each other, are going to turn this team into a really, really good offense. Already really good. Now its ceiling is going to be higher. Well, how good? I have the numbers. So the producers, they want to put me on the clock, and I'll do it because I'm also an analyst here, too, on whether the Mavs have the best offense in the NBA. So I'll play. All right, look, I did the numbers, and the top five offenses are the Nuggets, the Kings, the Celtics, the Jazz, and the Trailblazers. Where are the Mavs? The Mavs are actually an eighth. Why that can go up? Uh, Luka Doncic is the most double-team player in the NBA, which means you say people are going to pounce on Luka, and they're going to pass the ball to Kyrie. So I think they can move up the standings. They may not be the best because look. Working on the horizon is also Phoenix with Kevin Durant, but I do think they're going to be top three. Where's the buzzer? Did I nail it? Yeah! Play me for nailed it! Nailed that! Okay, thank you, H-Town in the building. H-Town in the building. All right, Zach, we've got time for just one more. Um, a duo that we know works is Joel Embiid and James Harden. How does their two-man game pose problems for defenses all around the association? It's my favorite thing to watch almost, almost on a night-to-night basis because Those two are so good together and so impossible to defend that in a five-minute stretch, you might see the opposing defense try five or six things against them. You can't just let Joel Embiid shoot his little 12-foot pick-and-pop jumper. That's money. You can't just let James Harden drive free to the rim sticking to Embiid. That's too easy. Can you switch? Well, that's a problem because then I have a guard on Joel Embiid. What do I do behind that switch? Do I try and double him hoping he turns the ball over? Do I do I rescue the guard with a big guy on the back line? What rotations does that trigger? It's the hardest puzzle to solve in the NBA right now. And all this talk, I keep saying this, Milwaukee and Boston, they're in their own tier. All this talk, I, I agree that they are the two favorites. The Sixers should be insulted by that talk. They are serious contenders, or at least they should be. They have everything they need if their stars show up in the playoffs. And it starts with that two-man game, which there's no single defense for in the NBA. Okay, I like this then. Uh, Let's talk tiers. Tristan, the Sixers have the second best record uh, in the East since the All-Star break. Where do you put them in the tier of? Do you have them in the same tier as Milwaukee and Boston or no? They got to be the same tier. The time is now. The time is now. And Zach... I know you love your Sixers and you talk about the time is now. Doc Rivers, Embiid, Harden, you got to get to the Easter Conference Finals. There's no other answer. You can't be stopped. Tyrese Maxey, my young fella, make your shots. George Niang, stay in the corner. It's time. They have no other option. If they, they don't do it now, James Harden took less money for them to build this team. They need to get there. Oh, that was pretty good. The Sixers have the second best record in the East since the new year, and I do like what they're doing. It seems like Joel was prioritizing his health in the All-Star game, and he really wants MVP. It's like second time, three times in a row, but it feels like something is building for them to have a little bit of good luck come this playoff time. But still to come on NBA Today, I mean, wait until you hear what Ant Edwards told Malika about his career expectations. MVP. 
MVP. He thinks it's in play soon. Do not miss that. And going into the season, Zach Lowe had very high hopes for the Clippers. I know I was on that bandwagon as well. Finals bound. Now that they've added Russ, his must-hear take on LA's chances. Plus, speaking of Zach, he's prepared to uncork a take about the Mavs' new-look offense. Tristan, Jalen, and I dive into all things Luka and Kyrie in just a few minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I've been eating them since I was probably like five years old. <laughs> I prefer these over any chips in the world. Do you want a snack? Yeah, I see you got my snacks over there. I thought they were going to be more spicy. They're more salty than spicy. Yeah, they're not, they not that bad. If I'm chilling at the house all day, like watching movies, I can I can eat about three of them. Want another bag for the road? Yeah, I'll take those with me. Oh. I know you ain't going to do nothing with them. Yeah, these are, like, they are they're slow. They're good, though. got to start eating them, like, three at a time, two at a time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Do you lick your fingers, though? Because it gets all yeah, over the place. Is this a napkin thing? Yeah. Okay. Lick your fingers, uh-huh. get you a wipe after, which, mm-hmm. after you get done eating got them. Got it. Yeah. I'm, advice from the front. Yeah, let's do it. Don't be afraid to lick your fingers a little bit when it comes to some really yummy chips, but from chips to having an actual chip on your shoulder, let's talk about the Ant-Man. Nobody is a bigger fan of his game than himself. The Timberwolves superstar sat down with our Malika Andrews over All-Star Weekend in Utah, and you'll see the lack of hesitation in each of his answers is a a sight to behold. He dished on all things in this must-hear conversation. Back for the first time, homie, here I go. It's crunch time, it's about time, I even the scope. They ain't wanna see me make it in the lineup. They better let me in. You've taken a leap every single year. Rookie year, you averaged 19.3 points per game, and then just over 21 your second year, and that now almost 25. What do you attribute that to? The work that I'm putting in, uh, it's not like a tremendous leap, like from 21 to 28, you can see the progress every little step. So, you know, just putting in the work. JJ Redick tweeted this about you the other day. He said, at some point, we need to have a long conversation about what Anthony Edwards has done over the last two and a half months. People, including me, were expecting that proverbial jump in year three, and he's done it, and he still doesn't turn 22 until August. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? That's dope that he said that uh, I finally get some credit, but, you know, I got to keep going. I want everybody to know that. Mm. Do you feel like you have something to prove? Yeah, for sure. I feel like I still got something to prove. Why? 
I uh, just feel like I'm the underdog. I was the number one pick and people still don't understand. People still walk up to me and was like, the, the first time seeing me play was yesterday. I ain't know you was that good, so I feel like I still got something to prove. How often does that happen to you? All the time, so it makes me mad too. Like, y'all don't be watching me play? So, yeah, I can't wait. I just see so much potential and talent in him. To Edwards! My job is to help him reach that. What is your relationship like with Cat, particularly now when you're having this sort of explosion and he's been sidelined for a while? I love Cat. He's like a big brother to me. He's happy for me. Uh, when Coach told me I was an All-Star, he was the first to give me a hug. So um, I'm super excited that he's excited for me because I was super excited for him last year when he made the All-Star game. Carl Anthony Towns has won yeah. the Mountain Dew three-point contest. And with a left-handed dribble, the three lets it fly and got it! Oh, Rudy throws it down with the right hand. Fires on the three. I don't believe it! For you, when you look at this team, the leaps that you have made over the last couple of months, is there a realistic ceiling that you see for this team this year? I think we can get out of the playing game. We three games out of top four. I think if we get our minds together, come back all in one accord, I think we can do something special. When you look at your next five years, what is the goals? MVP, definitely a ring, or at least go to the finals. I gotta, I gotta do something. And just always be in the top of the West. I wanna always be at the top. Who's the best player in the game right now? I think myself. Yeah, I think of myself because I play both sides of the ball. Mm. And your ceiling. Yeah. You think it's mm -hmm. pretty higher than anybody's. When it's all said and done, how do you, Anthony Edwards, want to be remembered as a player? The best. Ant-Man continues to set lofty goals, and he's doing his part, y'all. Edwards is one of two players from the 2020 draft class to increase their points, rebounds, assists, and steals in every season. He's now leading the Wolves at nearly 25 points per night and has 18 30-point games this season. So obviously a lot to break down from that conversation, but let's start with the team as a whole, back with Zach Lowe. What exactly is at stake for the Wolves as we embark on this playoff push? First of all, I love everything you said about MVPs and finals and being the best guy and being a two-way guy. He absolutely has that kind of ceiling. That's not ridiculous. It's not even close to ridiculous. That's what he can be in the NBA. As for the Wolves, we all know they traded everything for Rudy Gobert, including an unprotected pick to Utah in this draft. And you might have heard something about the first two picks of this draft being pretty good. So the risk of some sort of late season slide is enormous for them. They have to make the playoffs and very quietly, they're 15 and nine in their last 24 games. That doesn't sound like much. They're only one game over 500, but they've kind of built up a little bit of an identity and a little bit of something like consistency in the last month or so without Carl Anthony Towns. And when he comes back, he's coming back to Anthony Edwards' team. And I think one of two things is going to happen. The injection of that talent, and Carl Anthony Towns is a super talent, is going to elevate this team, and they're finally going to go on the run we've expected them to go on the whole season. Or all those fit issues and hiccups that we saw early are going to come back, and they're kind of going to sputter out, whether that's a play-in loss, a first-round loss, or something. And then you have hard questions in the offseason. So I'm excited to see which way that goes, but this team 
has got to make the playoffs, and they've proven in the last month without Towns that they can when he comes back. Yeah, a lot to keep an eye on when it comes to the Timberwolves. And since Ant Edwards said it himself, he's one of the top two-way players in the NBA. I can't wait to say this, y'all. I'm going to toss it to Tristan Thompson at the touchscreen for T-Top's tier of top two-way talents. It takes two to tango. So, Jalen, can y'all do that? that oh, you're gonna, okay, you're going to do top two-way? Can y'all say that fast? No, go ahead. Rank you yours. say it three times? Um, say it again. Tristan Thompson's top T-Top's tier of top two-way talents. No. <laughs> but but Jalen, can you rank them, though? Oh, I'm ranking them? Okay, oh, there we go. go. No, you rank them. I'll go. Okay, young fella go first. Young fella go first. My first, number five, I'm going to go with Jason Tatum, who I have an MVP running. You know, he's going to go number five, plays both ends, will guard the best Don't guy. Agree. Number four, I'm going to go with the big fella, Joel Embiid. Mm. Block shots, protect the paint, and you know you cannot guard him on the left block. At all. Number three. The guy that I try to post up and Caleb try to post up and we couldn't do it. Where is he? I think that's like, oh, there he is. There he is. Come, come through the corner. Holiday. Yes, sir. Guard one through five. That's a good one. That's great, a great one. Great one. Great one. Number two, he's in new threads and I like this uniform on him. Mm, the tarantula. Oh. KD. Oh, somebody shot. getting left off now. I know. Oh. Well, you know he's going to be number one. You know he's going to be number one. I've seen him guard the best player to ever play the game. All right. And made him get to his bag, you know, the claw, Kawhi Leonard. He's number one. He's number I, one. I, I am not mad at that, except there's a glaring omission. Who? Giannis. Oh. Wait, hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. Giannis, defensive player of the year. I, I respect it. But when I watch in some playoff matchups, he's an amazing help side defender. Okay. I haven't seen him guard him one-on-one. Haven't seen him guard Embiid one-on-one. Help side defense. That's important to the game. Okay. But I haven't seen him. Okay, okay, okay. I Come see on where now. you're going there. Yeah. I see where you're going there. But he still needs to be in this stuff. <laughs> okay. So um, so if that's the case, I, I really like your list. I like what KD's going to do. But KD's up there. But Jalen, does Anthony Edwards like the list, though? Let's ask him. Hit him up. FaceTime him. Oh, we all know. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll do that during the break. Next he will put himself next at year. number one. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to still have to give Giannis his love. You know what I mean? Number one? Yeah. Oh. I'm giving Giannis his law. Wow. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I ain't mad at that. You love the Bucks. I can tell. You love the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they only won the championship a year ago. And you know what's crazy, you guys? Look at how many players come from the East. Right? Um. Yeah. He's all East, except, yeah, Kawhi. And he was with the Raptors and won a chip. I, I, I'm not mad otherwise. I'm not mad otherwise. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah. I, I, do, I do think that KD is a sneaky good pick because his defense is absolutely is. underrated. But still to come on NBA Today, we have teased it all show long. Our panel on what we can expect from the Clippers with the addition of Russell Westbrook. Will it be boom or will it be bust? I'm more of like a boom girl. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bob Williams was the first black player of the prestigious Lakers franchise. In 2015, he and his wife Marietta were able to meet and speak with Kobe Bryant. 
who told him, thank you so much for paving the way. If his contract was movable, Westbrook would be gone tomorrow. I told him I wish I could help him. Unfortunately, I wasn't in the game to be able to help him. I've been doing my job since day one, and I'll continue to do that for the betterment of the team. Gary, we got breaking news out of the NBA. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook will be staying for the remainder of the season as a Clipper. There's a lot of pressure wearing the purple and going, with the Clippers, he's going to be able to just play free basketball. There's immense pressure on this Clipper organization. Yep. The draft picks they've traded, they're the ultimate win-now team in the league. Under pressure. So Russell Westbrook is going literally across the hallway from the Lakers to the Clippers. And it's no secret that his fit with the Lakers just did not really work. So for more on the fit and the new squad in the same city, it's time to talk a little nerdy. Jalen, you want to break this down with me? Let's do that. Let's have some fun with this graphic. This season, the Clippers have struggled to get good catch-and-shoot three-point opportunities. They currently rank 27th in that area. So here's an example. Roll me, roll me my tape producer uh, Max today, baby. Here's where they struggled. Jalen, you break it down. In particular, John Wall off the pick and roll action, just not enough space, didn't create enough opportunity to actually get an open corner three-point shot. So now the kickout is actually contested by Morris, who's a really good three-point shooter, in particular, if he's going to get an open shot. So now, when you add Russell Westbrook's speed and his ability to shot create for his teammates yep. and for himself, by the way, yep. He's going to get downhill a lot faster. And I'll give you the numbers. So if you're a basketball nerd like me, use this stat courtesy of producer Jason. Get this. Adding Russell Westbrook into the mix should help the Clippers because he leads the league in kickout threes generated amongst bench players with 177 three-point shot opportunities. So let's show you how Russell Westbrook will help. You so now all of the wings that the Clippers have, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, man can play on or off the ball. Morris dropping it off to the big fella down low, but Drops how about five. this? Drawing five people into the paint. Three options. Now you have somebody naked in the corner for a wide open three. <laughs> All you got to do is lace that thing up and hopefully knock it down. And the Clippers have multiple shooters who shoot around 37 to 38% from three. So adding his passion because Kawhi Leonard is more stoic as a player. And also adding his creativity as a passer is really going to help the Clippers. So we have to ask Mr. Lowe because he called them the Clippers as preseason favorites. Do you think this Russell Westbrook acquisition will be more boom or do you think it will be more of the same? So we just went through all these clips of Russ doing good things. And he did all those good things for a team that couldn't wait to get rid of him the entire season. I mean, look, I there is a universe in which this works because the Clippers need pace. They need some downhill attacking and all that stuff. And Russ has shown, particularly in Houston, if you play him without any other people clogging the paint, which means no center, no Zubats, no Plumlee, he can still do some damage. But I'm going bust. I just don't see the fit. I, I just don't see the upside of adding just a chaos engine like this that no one is going to guard when he doesn't have the ball, that averages four-plus turnovers per 36 minutes, that's shooting 50% at the rim, and a lot of those misses turn into fast breaks for the other team. Lawrence Frank said himself, the president of basketball operations, the point guard we want is not going to be a ball-dominant point guard. It's going to be a shooter and a defender, someone who recognizes the reality that Kawhi and PG are going to have the ball 60% of the time. That doesn't describe Russ. 
I don't really like the fit here. And if you're asking me boom or bust point blank, either or, I'm going bust. The only good news is the Clippers don't need him as much as the Lakers did. So if it is bust, you just don't play him that much. Well, it wouldn't be NBA today without a grumpy Zach sighting. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us, Zach. Sorry. It's okay. I'm glass half full, so we will continue. Uh, still to come on NBA today, will some of the plays you see here make a special edition of Top of the Top? That is just minutes away. Stay tuned. NBA today with your girl, Chanae, in the building. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by Levi's. Welcome back to NBA Today. Sources told ESPN yesterday that seven-foot free agent center Myers Leonard will sign a 10-day contract with the Milwaukee Bucks. It's been more than two years since Leonard last played in the NBA, and now he says he's finally physically ready to return to the court after multiple injuries. But he's also been working to repair something else after he was suspended for using an anti-Semitic slur online. Leonard recently sat down with Jeremy Schapp of Outside the Lines. Please be advised, this story includes language some viewers might find offensive. I feel like I'm living in a bad dream. Like how, like, no, there's not a hateful cell in my body. And I know that I made a huge, huge mistake. And like, how in the world did this ever happen? It's been nearly two years since the incident, since the moment Myers Leonard shouted the epithet, an ugly anti-Semitic slur. Now, as he prepares to return to the NBA, Leonard is ready to talk about what he has learned in the aftermath. What did you think were going to be the long-term ramifications? Jeremy, to be totally honest with you, I was sad that I was losing my job. I was sad that I hurt people. And frankly, all I cared about in my life, outside of taking care of my family, but honestly, it's like one A and one B, was going to make this right. The pandemic shortened 2019-20 NBA season was Myers Leonard's first with Miami Heat after seven years in Portland. For the first time in his career, the seven-foot-one center was starting every night. In the finals that October against the Lakers, in the bubble, Leonard started games two and three. Leonard, three-pointer. Leonard's got good three-point range. The following month, Leonard signed a two-year, $20 million contract with the Heat. But when the 2020-21 season got underway, he played only three games before suffering a shoulder injury that would require surgery. His season over, Leonard was spending much of his time playing video games. Gaming was always fun. It was a way to communicate with friends, but it was also a way to communicate with fans through Twitch. On March 8, 2021, Leonard was at home, doing what he did so often, playing Call of Duty on his Twitch channel. Maybe a few hundred people were watching. Then, in a heated moment in the game, Let's go, baby. Cowards don't snipe me, you <laughs> To no one in particular, Leonard had uttered an anti-Semitic slur. The anti-Semitic slur. Did you know what the word means? Where, anything about its history? Absolutely not. There are 
absolutely no excuses for what happened that day. And ignorance, sadly, is a very real thing. And that's what I was. I'm not running from this, but I did not know that it happened. Where do you think you picked up the word? I have obviously had a very long time to think about this. I believe that over the years, there's less than ideal uh, language used in a large portion of video gaming. So you had no idea that this word is a derogatory term for Jewish people? No, absolutely not. It wasn't until March 9th, the day after Leonard had used the slur, that the incident went viral, which Leonard learned live on Twitch. Yo, my wife needs me. She just called me. I'll, uh, I gotta roll, brother. GG's. Okay. Leonard issued an apology on Instagram. He was suspended by the NBA for a week and fined $50,000. The week following the incident, the Heat traded Leonard to the Thunder. The week after that, the Thunder released him. In an instant, Leonard had become a pariah. And on social media, he was being pilloried. What is going through your mind? That I felt like I had just destroyed my life and everything that I worked for, to be honest. People had every right to, I suppose, make assumptions about me. People were going to have to in the media comment on this. And I understand, I do. I said, you better go handle this and to show people what's in your heart. But I thought that it'd be easier to be dead than it would be to deal with what had just happened. Because I want everyone to like me. I don't hate anybody. I would never intentionally hurt anybody. Two days after the incident, the day after it went viral, Leonard sought guidance from a friend of a friend, a rabbi in South Florida who runs a Chabad, a center for Jewish learning. He said, look, Mars, I think this would be easier if, if we did this in person. I said, okay, when? He said, tomorrow at 8 a.m. at my Chabad? I said, I'd love it. Mind you, I had never been to a synagogue. I had never been to a Chabad before. And he asked me to explain everything that happened again and do it in and person. this is less than 48 hours after this has become a big story. Yeah. I'm just pouring tears, trying to hold him back, but I just can't. And he stops me and he says, Myers, I need to tell you something. I said, okay. He said, you're a good man with a good soul. I promise you I will help you through this. This happened for you, not to you. You'll understand eventually. Since that first visit to a Chabad, Leonard has made deep contacts in the Jewish community, meeting frequently with Jewish organizations, educating himself about the history of anti-Semitism. This is a piece of your life, and now it's informing your life going forward. You've become a friend, an advocate, and that same large platform which drew all the negativity is the same large platform that you're using to spread light and do good things. I made a big mistake. Uh, I think most of you in the crowd probably know what happened, but the thing that I'm most thankful for is how much grace and forgiveness I've been shown by the Jewish community. All the time you spent with these Jewish groups, the rabbis, Lel at Miami, etc., is there anything in particular 
that you have absorbed, that you are now applying to yourself as you go through this journey? The one thing that I know for sure is love, compassion, and forgiveness. And that is extended across everyone I've met from all age groups. And now I need to internalize that. And they wanted me to love myself. You haven't played since January 9th, 2021. What's it gonna be like to be back on the court if you get that chance? It'll be a big mix of emotions. Admittedly, I'll be a little scared of what someone might say to me, what a fan might say. But I always come back to this, don't give up. If you're a good person and you work hard, things are gonna work out in life. And I wholeheartedly believe that. Leonard's new team will face his former to kick off our NBA Friday doubleheader as the Bucks host the Heat at 7.30 Eastern. Then the New Look Suns host Shea Gilgis Alexander and the Thunder. Our coverage tips off with NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern on ESPN and the app. We will be back in 60 seconds with top plays from the East. NBA Today is presented by Levi's, celebrating 150 years of the 501 gene. So you know what the deal is. We have to wait until Thursday for NBA to pick back up. So we're running back a top of the top from the season so far. Let's do the Eastern Conference edition. Let's get it. Get it. Okay, this is top posters. Not my guy, Corey Joseph. Oh, man, Corey. Paolo. That was Powell's first game. Paolo's first game, a poster like that. And then a stare down. Representing Seattle. Don't be doing that against my Pistons. Okay, we got to go to Mr. 71. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Look Luke at that. Ornette, come on, Ruver, Cali, trying to look good on film. Just get out the way. Those oh. will be the best dunks, body to body. Okay. Now that's a body to body. Oh my gosh, are we singing that? Dennis Smith Jr., wild. Oh, I love this right here, though. Give and go. Give and go. And then a show. Hey, them game just. It's gone to another That's level. your best two-way player right there. You're talking to me. <laughs> I've seen him catch one of those in the finals, though. Okay, Grab that lob out the air, go the other way, and catch a lob. Man, when you, you hang on it, off. like, let everyone marinate in the moment, yeah. you got to love it. But we just saw the posters, so I think next is top handles. Okay. And we're staying with the Celtics. Okay. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Jason Tatum taking that losing in the finals thing personal. Oh, he really he come is. Back doing work. All right, let's see a little. Ooh, okay. Levine, nice little crossover. Little yeah. Twin cross, twin cross. You're right. Guys from Seattle, they got a different kind of game. Yeah, they got exactly. a different kind of right. game. Uh, the newest member of the Phoenix Suns. Oh, oh man. This was like. Easy money sniper. This is on the career video reel right there. Ooh, splits. Ooh. Hands oh, on your knees. Oh, sorry, sorry. At least the Wizards made the show sorry. somehow. Okay, how about this? Let's go to the top yeah. buzzer beaters so far from the East. Oh, I remember this. This is crazy. crazy. Put on the brakes. He loved that right side. And this was a game right. where they called it for him, right? Uh. I think that's what we learned. Man, Bam. Kyrie got so much game, man. I tell y'all. It was originally for KD, but they said give it to Kyrie. But here we go, Tyler Hero. Tyler being a hero off one leg, a la D-Wade yeah. back in the day without the bank. That was tough. That was nice. That, that was, was nice. tough. Oh, the Miami Vice Unis. Okay, and now we've got. Let's go, Detroit. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't front. Sadiq, thank you for your services in Detroit, my brother. You're a great pissed. Okay. All right. Andrew Nemhard, remember all the hype into this one? I want LeBron. He's Canadian, by the way. Oh, here we go. Big shot. Big shot for the Canadian. <laughs> and ever since then, he's been getting real minutes. Yes. Okay. Oh, Canada. Yes. Represent. 
Uh, we also have a special day today because I believe it's our producer Brianna's birthday. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. Get over happy here. Birthday. She helps me every day. She makes us look good. Bri, if you, you got 10 seconds to make it over here. 10, 9. Come on, girl. Bri, we love you. The, the first we show love she you. did was Jay and Jay. Happy birthday.